This week on the Time Lapse Show, let's say you want to make your time lapse shots crisp and clean and sharp, or let's say you want to make your time lapse shots silky and kind of creepy looking. Both things can be accomplished simply by adjusting your shutter speed. Let's explore that in this week's episode. Hello fellow time-lapsers, I am video producer and photographer Steve Barth. This is show number 12 for the week beginning October 21st, 2018. For those of you that have been watching, you'll have noticed that I've been gone for about six weeks. The show has been kind of on a hiatus, uh, unexpectedly. Anybody that does video production knows that when your phone rings and a client says, Hey, can you come film you know, X, Y, and Z? you go film X, Y, and Z. And even though they might say, you know what, this is going to occupy your time-lapse cameras for 18 hours a day for the next little while, you do what you got to do to make a living. So uh, my cameras have been engaged shooting time-lapse photography, but that's not allowed me to be producing this show. Luckily, now we are back on the air. Uh, I've got a bunch of awesome new shows planned for the future, some new ideas for some content, and so we're going to continue going on. So let's talk shutter speed just for a minute as a photographic concept. What happens when you are taking a picture, when you push down on the button on your camera, is the camera is engaging the shutter. It's going click, click, it's closing and opening back up. Now your shutter speed is how fast your camera is gonna do just that. So for instance, if you're shooting, say, sports photography, you want really fast shutter speeds. You want to capture quick moments. You want to capture that quick, you know, nice in sharp in focus. A uh, shot of that hurdler going over the hurdler. So you want a high shutter speed so that when you hit the button, it takes really, really fast shots. Now, if you're shooting things like, say, uh, stars in the sky, there's not a lot of light coming from those stars. So you want to be able to really slow down your shutter speed. In some cases, you need to hold your shutter open. Uh, commonly when I'm shooting things outside at night, I'm holding my shutter open for like 30 seconds at a time. So click, hold, 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 you know, 30 seconds later, and then it comes back. So what you want to do with your shutter speed is figure out an appropriate speed for what it is you're capturing. And when you're taking time-lapse shots, uh, where you're taking a whole bunch of photos all together at once, you want to make sure your shutter speed is optimized where you want it to be. Now, this really is going to be artistic in nature because you can do a lot of you know, cool things with shutter speed, but it all depends on what you want to do. Are you looking for a real crisp shot? You're going to want higher shutter speeds. If you're looking for something that's a little more silky and smooth, as I mentioned earlier in the show, you're going to want to lower those shutter speeds. Now, let's go to the computer where I can show you some examples of some of the recent stuff that I've shot and how shutter speed is affecting those shots. So one of the things that I had the opportunity to do within the last few months during the hiatus was go to a hot air balloon festival up in Albany, Oregon. Now, one of the things that's really cool here is they had a, a Friday night evening event. They didn't launch the hot air balloons. They simply filled a bunch of them up, lit them all up. Everyone, ooh and ah, and then down it came. But so essentially you've got 10,000 people all gathered around waiting for them to fill, you know, three or four hot air balloons, light them up 
and then everyone goes away. Kind of crazy, kind of chaotic, but a lot of fun at the same time. And it's cool to see those hot air balloons going up with the big crowd cheering them on. But one of the things I did is I had multiple cameras set up running to try to test some different effects. One of which is going to be the effects of shutter speed. So so let's take a look here. Like I said, this is when the hot air balloons, they're, they're up, they're being lit, they're being fired up. All these people are around. There's a Aerosmith cover band playing. So it was kind of this big party, but a lot of fun. So this is my shot with the GoPro Hero 5. Now, again, what we're looking for in this particular shot is how crisp of a picture it is. Now, granted, I'm shooting at night, so it's not going to be maybe as crisp. You know, it's maybe not the, the best scenario, but you know, if we look at like the, the, the trees and, and stuff like that, you're going to notice that it's, it's still fairly crisp. Now, I had some interesting lighting conditions happening here. The balloons are lit up uh, back where they're, they're firing up the balloons. And then once I had my cameras all set up, another balloon came in behind me and started setting up there, which means I had lights coming from the front and I had light coming from behind. So it's making all sorts of interesting things. So you can see here, you know, it's, it's, it's dark because I'm just looking at the balloons in the, the, uh, out here in front of me and then every once in a while you get this blast of light boom 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 you know from the balloon behind me as it's firing off it's fire i really it's burner i don't know hot air balloon terminology but what we're looking at here is just kind of overall christmas crispness of the, the shot i mean if you look at you know at the, the leaves on the tree some of the stars coming in it's it's overall it's fairly well it's fairly crisp. I guess that's going to be my best word for it. The GoPro is capturing at a high shutter speed so it can capture those effects. Now, out of pure contrast to that, let's go back and look. This I was shooting with a Canon 70D with a 10 millimeter wide lens. And I was shooting two seconds on my... Uh, shutter speed so it's holding the shutter open for two seconds at a time now a lot's happening around me there's people moving especially when they start cleaning up and so you get a lot of blur so let's kind of go through that now see if there's a shot right here all these people excuse me <laughs> all these people are kind of blurring this little light down here da, 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 that's all because someone is 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 moving and the camera is capturing that light in that two seconds. Now, the thing here is with a nice shot with good high shutter speed, a lot of times you can take that shot and if it's a really cool shot, you can frame it, put it on the wall. With this kind of stuff, each individual shot is not going to look very good. It's If you just take this as a bunch of, uh, per, of you know, quick shots, this is when they are firing off the extra gas in the burners. And, exciting the crowd with that so now you can see here's cars driving away because you can see their headlights as they're coming out uh, here's you know movement of people who have flashlights uh, all this kind of stuff it's creating a bunch of like i said individual shots that in and of themselves are not all that well composed they're not that well lit there's a bunch of funky stuff going on in them but when you put them together they give you this really cool kind of silky smooth a feeling of motion throughout the shot.
Now, let's let's try a, a slightly different example. This last weekend, I'm part of a haunted house that goes uh, during the month of October. Uh, I play an evil clown this year. But one of the new additions that we have is it's called the Scarousel. And we don't let guests ride the Scarousel. It's more for our performer and just kind of a creepy touch as people are walking up to go into the house. Um, as you can see here, we do have a performer that... Um, the rides the scarousel. I mean, she she knows what she's doing, and she has permission to be on there, so no one's getting hurt. But if I'm, I'm shooting these shots on a GoPro again, uh, I've I'm shooting in night lapse mode with a shutter speed of two seconds, so it's holding the shutter open for two seconds. So any kind of movement is going to get completely blurred. So when she's standing still, when she happens to be standing still for two seconds, I can capture her. But majority of the time, she's not. In fact, majority of the time, you can't even see her. She just kind of becomes this big mass blur in this effect. Now, the stuff that's happening in the background, that's staying constant because there's not a lot of movement there. But what's happening in the foreground is constantly moving, and so it's creating these weird things. Hey, look, there's me. <laughs> Checking in on the my fellow circus performer so as you go through this again you can see it's just kind of a big mess of blurriness because that shutter speed is so low but when you put it into the the final time lapse shot because the shutter speed the low shutter speed is really capturing cool movement the movement works it looks like there's a whole bunch of movement as you'll see here in this completed shot One more for you, down in my catacombs, I guess you could say, since it's Halloween time. Um, here's me. Now, in order to get this shot, again, GoPro in night-lapse mode with two-second shutter speed. Any kind of movement down here is going to just blur like crazy. Uh, so I had to hold still for two seconds so that I tried to make sure that it captured me, which I did here. But then <laughs> you get all of this weird just almost gibberish as we're chasing people around the catacombs and they're freaking out and yeah turns out they don't like an evil clown for instance here here's me kind of blurring through this is the kind of stuff you get when you lower your shutter speed you get all this weird blur but again when you're putting it together with all these other shots you get this really cool sense of movement See, so now I'm going to try to animate myself because <laughs> I know this camera is, is up here. I can start here. Oh, go here, here, here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The fun of shooting time lapse. But anyway, the point is, do you want your movements to be blurry to sh really showcase what's happening movement-wise? You're keeping your, your background you know, all clear, 
but it's the movement in the middle that you want blurred. You're going to do that by lowering your shutter speed. If you want your movement to be nice and crisp with everything with sharp details, you're going to want a higher shutter speed. So again, this is really subjective. It all depends on what you want to do. But what I would recommend is to go out and just play with your shutter speed. A lot of times cameras, especially the kind you're probably using, um, if you're using a DSLR camera, have something it's called shutter priority mode. Uh, it's usually a little dial on the top. It's part of the dial. It's, it has an S on it for shutter. What you can do when you're in shutter priority mode is you can pick the shutter speed that you want and then the camera's going to do the rest of the settings for you. So again, if you want to do really high action sports scenes and you've got good light outside, you can set that at 500, 1000 and get nice crisp shots. If you want to do something a little more artistic, you can drop that number down to, you know, one second, two seconds, even more. Uh, granted, that's a lot of light for the capture, camera to capture, but you can play with your shutter speed to get those different effects. And then when you put those into a time lapse, it really helps you become artistic and do some really just cool things. Now, speaking of Halloween, next week is going to be our time lapse show Halloween episode. And what I'm looking for is this. And so this will be our question of the week this week. What kind of horror stories do you have shooting time lapse or even shooting regular photography? If you've got a cool horror story, a worst case scenario, something really bad that happened to you uh, or something crazy that just makes it memorable and fun. I want to know what those horror stories, whether it's, you know, sometimes it's gear that's not working correctly. Sometimes we put ourselves into some crazy situations that don't turn out the way that we expect it. Uh, sometimes, yeah, who knows? But I'd love to hear some of your horror stories that I can share on next week's show as we talk spooky Halloween time-lapse horror stories. Send those horror stories to me. Shoot me an email, show at thetimelapseshow.com. That way I can hear those or put them in the comments on the YouTube video below. So that's it for this week. Remember, in between shows, you can follow us on all things social media. Look for us on Facebook, on Twitter, on uh, Instagram, all sorts of different places. You can share your time-lapse with us so we can feature those on the show. If you have any questions, make sure to send those to me, show at thetimelapseshow.com, and I'll be glad to answer those questions either via email or on the show. If you'd rather send us a voicemail, you can do so on our show voicemail line, 541-321-0472. Make sure you leave us a review on iTunes if you like the show. That way other people can find out about the show as well. And with that, we're going to call it good for this week. So go grab a camera and go speed up the world. See you next week.